Stone Cold Locks. Give me a hell yeah! Oh yeah, we are ready for it. Stone Cold Locks of the Week right here under the tree, all wrapped up like a little holiday present. Last week, not exactly my best outing. Crushed college football with the conference title games. Two and one. That's what we're looking for. But the NFL got me. One and five picking against the spread with NFL games last week. That's a three and six overall record from a week ago, bringing my overall record to 50, uh, 51, 31, and two. That's still beyond stellar, but I cannot continue this slide that I am on. It is time to recalibrate. Get back on track. I've got no college football games to pick this weekend. We're going all NFL for today's locks. We'll start with Tazi's G-Men plus seven against the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly is rolling right now. They've been rolling all season, so this is not the easiest play in the world. But you don't come to me for easy. You come to me for winners, and the market has simply gone too wild on these Eagles. They're coming off of a dominant performance against the Titans, but divisional games are a completely different animal, and the Giants are the type of team that wants to drag you into the mud. Jalen Hurts is, in his career, in his very short career, 1-4 and against the spread when he's on the road in division. Look for the Giants to keep this one close. Giants, plus 7, lock it up. Tennessee Titans, minus 3.5, going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags, Looked like they were hitting another gear after that comeback win against the Baltimore Ravens. What they were actually doing was tricking us into believing that they were something that they are not. A good team. The Jags are terrible. I think Trevor Lawrence is getting better, but now he's banged up. This defense can't be trusted. Certainly not against Derrick Henry. The receivers have dropped more passes than anyone else, any other wide receiving unit in the NFL. And Travis Etienne has not been productive in about a month. Fun fact for you, Trevor Lawrence has failed to win and or cover each time he's played Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans. The Jags, decent at home. They cannot take this clown show on the road. Titans minus three and a half. Lock it up. I'm going to go with the Browns plus six visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. This is the battle for Ohio here. Cincinnati rolling right now. But a little bit like the Eagles, almost getting a little bit too excited about them at this point. Let last night's Raiders-Rams game be a nice guide for us on this one. One team, red hot. The other team, breaking in a new quarterback with question marks all over the place. Rams win. The NFL makes no sense sometimes. Hot teams cool off. Cold teams win games. Add to the general NFL randomness. Joe Burrow has been pretty bad against the Browns thus far in his career. This should be a cold-weather game, a hard-fought game. I think the Browns make the Bengals fight for it. Give me the Browns plus the points. Lock it up. I'm going to go with the 49ers, minus 3.5 against the visiting Tampa Bay Buccaneers. San Francisco hasn't played a true road game since October 30th. That's crazy. Teams that get to just sit back and play at home have a serious rest advantage against their competition. Meanwhile, the Bucks traveling across the country to get ready for this game. But that's just a nice little nugget to consider. That's not the reason I like the game. What this game really comes down to is how in the hell are the Bucks going to score on the 49ers? Their offense can't move the ball. They're old. They're slow. They're clunky. They've got bad O-line play. San Francisco, meanwhile, their defense ranks first in points per game given up. Yards per game given up, yards per rush, first down surrendered, and the Bucks are just basically screwed here. 
49ers minus three and a half with Brock Purdy, whoever the quarterback is. It could be Tazi. Lock it up. Last pick, Lions minus two against the Minnesota Vikings. This line makes no sense on the surface. Major trap here if you're thinking the sports books just handing out free money before the holidays with the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings, 10-win team going up against a team that's sub-500. you got to watch the games. The Lions can play. Jared Goff looks better right now than maybe at any other point in his career. DeAndre Swift is now healthy. He looked great last week. Amon Ross St. Brown playing out of his mind, and they have one of the best offensive lines in football. They also have a secret weapon that they've yet to deploy in Jamison Williams. The Vikings are good, but they luck out of so many games that method just can't last. Nine of their ten wins this season have been one-score games. I think the Lions are going to win this one and cover. Lock it up. That right there, my stone-cold locks of the week. I feel good. I feel like this is the grouping of games that's going to get me right back to where I've been throughout the season, winning ways. I mean, obviously, you know I'm going to talk about the Giants game first. And I'm, I've am i been a Giants homer. I am a Giants homer. But the fact that I'm concerned, this concerned about this game and even covering, ah, it's just not good. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but they're still waiting on a couple guys on defense and McKinney and Adoree Jackson going against a dynamic offense like what the Eagles are have been Jalen Hurts is the Giants have kind of had his number but he's due to pay us one back and worst of all Saquon has been limited because of a neck in practice so uh just I don't know I kind of feel like the Giants might get taken to the woodshed they haven't really been blown out much the Lions were the only game they lost by like multiple scores but uh I'm concerned about this one I think the Eagles are great I mean I love the Eagles this year so it's it's hard to really say anything that that I dislike about Philadelphia, but where are their holes? They're not going to cover every week that they go out there. When they go on the road, they're not quite as good. Their uh, their run defense is suspect. Now, they they did a really good job against Derrick Henry, but how much of that was game script dependent because their offense just did whatever they wanted against Tennessee's defense. So if Saquon does play, or, or even if he doesn't, and believe me, I feel much better about this if Saquon is the running back, but the Giants have an identity of it's what true. they want to be, and what they want to be is ground and pound, make smart plays, don't turn the ball over. That's the kind of team that Philadelphia, I think, will have trouble completely putting away. I, it's, honestly, I mean, this isn't going to be a, a benefit to my point here. So that's what I saw last week with them going up against the Tennessee Titans. It's just... That was a bad game for Tennessee. They just they couldn't right. get anything going, and it was what a revenge spot for A.J. Brown. I mean, he was playing like a man possessed. Yeah, revenge game for A.J., and that's the type of player I see really taking it to the Giants. I mean, you are right. The Giants' system, Dave's ball, they can get by with Breida and Brightwell if it happens to be them. I think Saquon is going to play, but he's going to play injured for what that's worth. I mean, the Giants are a, they are a mucky team, so seven points might be... A lot. You might be safe there. I don't know if the Giants can win this game, but they might be able to cover. I'm yeah, trying to play it out in my head. I think I did pick them yesterday. That one doesn't feel great. No. <laughs> but it was a precursor to this right and, here. And that's the thing. There's going to be a lot of Eagle fans in attendance, I'm thinking. And, you know, they. it's personal when the Giants play the Eagles. So the Eagles yeah. are going to want to play their best game against us. But then again, even if they lose, they still have some margin for error, even though the Cowboys are coming. Um, all right, we'll move on to a next game. One of the things that I was tempted to do, 
and I didn't, and I even took some divisional favorites. One of the things I was tempted to do this week with so many divisional games, really big rivalry games in the NFL, was just just blind bet all of the, the underdogs in these divisional games. It's actually a pretty good call, probably. And just do that, and I bet you'll at least come out right above 500, if not better than that. I'm too close to the forest to see the trees with this Giants-Eagles <laughs> game. I've just been... Uh... Uh, the Eagles have had our number for quite some time. It's rare that we're able to beat them. We did split last year somehow, uh, and if we could beat them even once this year, it would be like our Super Bowl. And we are still in playoff positioning. So, uh, but I'm just picturing being miserable by the end of Sunday with uh, White Lotus that'll hopefully cheer me up on Sunday night. Oh, season finale! Yeah, oh, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, last episode was kind of a setup one, yeah. and uh, I think this is going to be where the real. Well, obviously, it's a finale. Gotta I got the, the Dolph- Dolphins Chargers Sunday night. This is true. So I go, I go from the I go from the Amway Center. That game starts at six. I'll probably get home into the second quarter of Dolphins Chargers, and then that that'll be the rest of my evening. I'll probably save White Lotus for the Monday night game. Pat's Cardinals sounds like the perfect there you go. time to lean off of sports. HBO Max will be utilized. Yes. <laughs> I, I have to watch a finale when it drops. I'll probably do Dolphins Chargers on the laptop while that goes down. Solid strategy. Uh, Titans, Jags. I mean, I for some reason am taking the Jags just because of the – I don't know, the omen of firing your GM, not having guys to throw to, and being one-dimensional kind of bothers me, but Trevor's not even 100%. Jags, they're hard to rely on. That can one's I, too sketchy for I me. Can battle you on the uh, on the wide receiving options here? Did last night not teach us anything? Skaronic. Skaronic. <laughs> I mean, they've got, they have players. What they can't do is they can't get into a shootout, and the Eagles were ready to score some points. The Titans' defense isn't great, but the Titans' defense just needs to be good enough to get at Trevor Lawrence, who's not at 100%. He's got his own wide receiver issues. You know, I know Zay Jones looked like Jerry Rice two weeks ago. We couldn't catch a pass last week. Yeah, These guys are so inconsistent. Him and Kirk, they have their games. You never know when. It just for me, I can't put faith in a team that I don't believe in their receiving core. And in the Titans, you know that Kansas City game, they could have they could have beaten the Chiefs, but they didn't have anyone to throw to when they needed to make a throw. So their defense is good; they are well coached. But I I stay away from this game. Uh, good luck. I mean, I think you you're probably on the right side because the Jags are hard to hard to. I mean, the Titans have historically. I, I don't try not to put too much weight into that because you say historically. Well, what does that mean? Are we talking about when Blake Bortles was the quarterback? I mean, what does that matter? If Mike Vrabel and Doug Peterson weren't the head coaches of these teams, those are just fun stats. Those aren't yeah. actually anything that translates to making a good bet. But the Titans own the Jaguars specifically in Tennessee. Gotcha. Uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, that feels like you're you're getting a little cute there. I mean, the, the Bengals are rolling. They're at home. I still feel like their best ball's even ahead of them. They're getting Mixon back, and Deshaun Watson's trying to remember how to play football again. Yes, like the special teams and defense for the Browns stepped up last week, but it was a glorified scrimmage against the Texans, and, you know, Watson didn't even have to do anything. Uh, if it, Let me ask you this question. If Watson was decent, if we had a, we had like a two twenty five two touchdown game against Houston. What do you think this number is? Um, do you think it's still six? It's or probably if Watson looked respectable. Would we be looking at like if, three and a half? If or he four? looked better than respectable, I think it's still minus three Bengals, or mm-hmm. minus three and a half. That's the risk I'm taking. Is that I, 
and I'm not even betting on Watson. I'm betting on Watson to be better than terrible, and the divisional aspect and the defense, for whatever reason, the Browns' defense matches up really well with the Bengals. We saw that. It was on primetime a few weeks ago, and they made Joe Burrow look human. Nobody else has really been able to do that much this year. There's just something about that matchup, and, yeah. and, and the NFL, every sport is like this, so matchup-dependent, where you go, what? obviously, the Bengals are so much better than the Browns. But for some reason, the Browns kind of have them figured out. It is about matchups, and that's the battle of Ohio right there. And, you know, if Miles Garrett gets going. But the, the Bengals' offensive line has held up, and if they can balance it out with a run and they got their superstar wideout back, it just... I don't know if Deshaun Watson remembers how to play football just yet. I think yeah. he will get there, but without seeing it first, it's just hard to go on wondering. One, one thing I will give you credit for, though, in saying that's where I got cute, that was the fifth game that I added. <laughs> I told you I had four and I was looking for a fifth. That was the fifth. So the other ones, yeah, if I was ranking my conviction for my locks, this one would rank last. San Francisco, Tampa, I'm lockstep with you there. I mean, because I feel so good about it is what concerns me a little bit. Tom Same. Brady's never lost to like a quarterback in his first start. I think there's a stat going around of some sort. So, so that... this is I want to break in with that because it's one thing that I've seen. I look at these sites where they give you all these trends and stuff, and that's one trend. The Brady any sort of Brady historical trend, I completely throw it out. It's irrelevant to me because this isn't the same. It's this the one of the big one of the reasons that Brady stats Brady trends against the spread exist the way they do is because of the machine yeah. of the New England Patriots Brady at his best and the guys that he had at his disposal whether it was in the Moss years or having Gronk or having Edelman or the coaching or, staff or uh, Wes Welker the, of course the coaching staff is a huge part of it one of the reasons Tom Brady has a great record against young quarterbacks is. Because so does Bill Belichick, yeah. who's the guy who's actually game planning against those quarterbacks. Now we just have a guy named Tom Brady who's quarterbacking these teams, and the stats follow because he's Brady. They mean nothing to me, even though I respect Brady. I, I, I can't equate those things anymore. I, mean, I don't think it matters. If we go by the eye test and what we've seen, it's like this Bucks offense has been a grind no matter who they're playing, so now good luck going against... The best defensive and best defense in the NFL, who's been trending yeah. better and better and better, but it is still the challenge of Tom Brady. You know, it's it's something he can psych himself up for. Like, hey, this defense, let's let's do it. Like, this is a fun challenge. See this, if we can do it. It's definitely one of those games. We say this a lot. Willing to be wrong on this one. Yeah, you know, I'm with you on that. They would have to shock the world to me to to pull off a good offensive effort here. Pur- Purdy only has to do so much. If he doesn't turn it over, the the Niners should be fine. But if he turns it over a few times and Brady gets a couple early scores, then anything, all bets are off, really. Um, all right, in Detroit, Minnesota, yeah, I like how the Lions are trending. It's too bad they lost too many close games early. They still have an outside shot at getting in, especially if the Giants go ice cold. But I guess there's Washington and Seattle they'll have to catch as well. But, man, are they trending well yeah. and well into next year. I uh, That was the first bet that I made this week. Well, that was if I was, I'll go back to the uh, conviction rankings, which will not become a thing, by the way. That doesn't, need to, that doesn't need to exist. I don't need to muddy the waters when it comes to my locks. But just for the sake of the theme of this week, the, this one would be at the top. I love when I'm on the side of Vegas 
when Vegas tries to trip people up. Yeah. Because I was I would have taken the Lions. I knew I wanted to take the Lions when I saw this matchup. I saw they were favored and I grinned ear to ear. Because I mean, obviously I'd rather have them plus points, but the fact that they made them favorites, I'm like everyone in the world is taking the Vikings. Every Joe Bet guy out there is gonna go, Ah, Vikings, are you kidding me? Right. Look at their record. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. Now the Vikings could go out and win. They're not gonna win because they have ten. They're gonna win because you know, whatever else. But uh, yeah, Justin the Lions. I think, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> he he could take Jeff. over a game like that's For why. Sure. If the Vikings win, it's because of that talent. But they should have lost to the Lions at home earlier in the season, and Lions just kind of weren't ready to win yet. But now that the Lions are home, have learned how to win since. Kind of have a formula. They got guys back healthy. The defense has even been playing a little bit better. I think it's a good spot for the Lions. The only thing that spooks me about it is that the Lions looked like world beaters last week. And the NFL yeah. has such wild ebbs and flows. It's hard to get that performance two weeks in a row. It is. So that's that concerns me. They are still the Lions at the end of the day. As, as <laughs> good as they're playing, it is the Lions. All right, so those are the Stone Cold Locks. You can check them out at 969thegame.com in the In the Zone section if you would like to review those, and they'll be up through the weekend also. The picks that I like, the ones that were on that were teetering on the list. I was that that fifth spot that I told you about with the Browns, they made it in. That fifth spot was going to be Ravens plus two and a half against the Steelers. I just don't have quite enough confidence that the Ravens can get it done. I think that I would be betting on the brand because they're trust they're a trustworthy franchise. Not this season as that's much. The, that's where I'm at with them though, is what you just said. I, I don't I just don't like their talent. And then you've got Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's probably overvalued here. We've got a rookie quarterback going up against John Harbaugh. But the if TJ Watt gets after Tyler Huntley, good night. And yeah. I and I don't want to be on the wrong side of that, so I have a sprinkle on a parlay, Ravens plus two and a half, and then this other one that I like, Jets plus ten. That number's Ooh. up to ten now. I, I I don't know. The Jets defense is for real. They've they been pretty good. for real. This isn't fluky. They're good every single week. So they can keep a game within ten. That's a huge number. As long as Mike White continues to play decently, I think they could be in that game, but it's something I would stay away from. <laughs> I mean, so the, the, sprinkle there. the Steelers have been kind of putting together some wins, and Tomlin's uh, streak of being over 500s on the line. They're starting to morph into something. They're still looking for like a signature win. This could act as that. That's why I'm, you know, I'm not rushing to bet the Steelers. But if I had to, I I think I'm going with Pittsburgh, especially with Huntley. If Lamar's out there, then I'm not even going near it. I I don't think Lamar is going to play. One of the other ones I like. I think this is an easy bet. It's a fun bet. Dolphins, Chargers, Sunday night football, take the over. Oh, yeah. 52.5. It's a high number, but still. I mean, these teams are going to score. If you're going to be wrong on an o- over once in your life, you know, <laughs> this. It's like yeah. you take your chances. Uh, also, if I had to, and I don't know what to do, because I know the right side here is Chargers plus three. That's the right bet to make. I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't know why I'm leaning Chargers, but I am. I think I'm just a little concerned uh, Dolphins lost a a big game, and maybe there's a little bit of a letdown effect, and the Chargers are talented enough, especially with Mike Williams on the field, if he's able to stay on the field, to give problems. Uh, I like the Seahawks minus 3.5, but I'm not betting it against the Panthers because 
Uh, the Seahawks were my darling in the first half of the season. They've really let me down. I think I've given all of my Seahawks money back, and I'm just not willing ah. to go down that road any further. But they, they feel like the right play. I think the market has corrected itself to where it's probably smart to do that. And I shouldn't hold this against them. I should be better than this. But, you know, we get caught up in the emotions of it. And I got to. We're on a break. The Seahawks and I are on a break. I mean, I'm kind of playing that game out in my head, and I just see a game that's already been decided, like in the fourth quarter, that I'm not watching. And <laughs> Seattle's fun, you know. I I think that might even be the lock of the week. Seattle I'm minus tr- three and a half. I'm trying to picture Carolina do going to me, all Tazzy. the way up to the Northwest, and like, I mean, Darnold. They look they Darnold a, versus the Twelves. Can he do it? He he's been okay, I guess, but uh, no, nah, I Seattle's got it. Uh, the Panthers do have a good defense. I'm, I I do have to remember that because I've been picturing Geno going to those two wideouts and and the, and then the Seattle defense isn't always trustworthy enough. And they're but, banged up too. They've got some key guys missing. But three and a half. I mean, unless that's a trap, I really like Seattle to win big. Yeah, I'll stay away. Uh, and then Chiefs minus nine and a half would be my last one. I have no interest in betting on Russell Wilson, which means betting against him always feels like the right move. Yeah, the Chiefs would have to really mess around, which they're capable of. And Denver has a good defense. They might not play their best game and then turn it on when they need to. But, yeah, I, I don't see a situation where Russ suddenly plays his best game. Stone Cold Locks of the Week. We got him for you right there. Tazi's got you covered with his magic monologue next.